it's me here again to give you another podcast all right so today we are coming into this with a review and this story is part of a series and i don't know why but it's not giving me any of the ratings or the genre or anything like that for some reason I don't know, maybe they blocked me. No, they didn't, they didn't follow me. No. They're following me, actually. Okay, so I'm confused of why it's not showing me the summer or anything like that. Um, if I click around, I can kind of see in the little, like, story section of their profile. It has, like, a little bit of a summary, but I can't read the full thing. So, I don't know if I should bother trying to read it, considering I can't give you the full summary. Um, but it does say it is a romance slash other genre. Um, I'm going to assume this is a, uh, 18 plus story, just because it does say other, so I'm assuming other is either for erotica or something of the like. So, this book is called Is This Love? Book 1, Questioning Yourself, and it is written by Sarah the username it's the username is sarah jk um all right right off the bat i noticed that it's written in bowls i don't really it's not like a technical incorrection it's just i personally don't like seeing bold such so as a personal thing which you can just tell me to fuck off with um oh yeah so chapter one the market um also this is a fairly decent length chapter, so I'm not going to read more than the first one. Alright. Here I am again. I stare at myself in the mirror, my long, dirty blonde hair, baby blue eyes and lean face. Who am I staring at? Who am I? Of course, I'm a young woman who knows farming. I'm responsible, dependable, and trustworthy, but who the heck am I? Who is... I want to say Elena, Elena, Ileana, Ileana. I'm going to go with Ileana if that sounds right. Who is Ileana? What makes me, me? I slowly walk from the cab of the truck to the tailgate of my old 1985 C1500, C1500. I'm not a car person, guys, so I'm not sure if I'm reading that correctly. Yeah. It was a present from the neighbors a couple miles down our dead-end road. It seemed the only places I ever drive from the farm to town and the market. I wish we could get out of here and explore the world, to have many amazing adventures. I longed to be the modern Indiana Jones. I would kill to find ancient to find ancient artifacts all over the world. I could have chosen my life that dot 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 dot. And a dozen corn. I barely hear the woman in front of me I barely hear the woman in front of me say, Shit. I was daydreaming again. I look and apologize. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Could you repeat it, please? I try to look sincere, but I'm pretty sure my face just looks annoyed. Um, so right off the bat, I'm kind of seeing a little bit of grammatical errors. Um, so after she says, could you repeat it, please? It should be, could you repeat it, comma, please, question mark. It's kind of like if you would do that for a name. Could you repeat it, comma, Angela? You know, just for example, you would put a comma before the next word. Um... Also, I'm... Yeah. 
If dad was here, he would slap my knee and say, quit daydreaming. Sorry, quit dreaming. This is how we earn a living. It's no time to dilly-dally, dear. I've heard that way too many times in my life. Yes, I said I would like a watermelon, cantaloupe, two tomatoes, and a dozen corn. She repeats. Do you have any preference on which ones you wanted? I kindly reply. The juiciest ones you have. The sweeter, the better. She says with a cheesy smile. Oh jeez, another rich snob. Quick, quick question. How do you know just by her sentence that she's a snob? I mean, if I wanted a watermelon, I'd also want a sweet watermelon. They always drive in their buy in their fancy cars and dress so nice. I bet her button blouse costs more than my truck. Okay, I kind of get away with the sobby thing, but I think you should maybe do the descriptor of her appearance first and then call her a snob. I don't think you should really call anybody snobs, but I'm not like advocating for calling people snobs. I'm saying like, you know, uh, the descriptor of her appearance would make much more sense to call her a snob afterwards than her sentence asking for the sweetest cantaloupe in a watermelon you have. That's just how I would rather see that because as you saw immediately I was like, wait a minute, how do you know she's a rich snob if just by one sentence? So I grabbed the funkiest looking fruit and set them on the table. That'll be sixteen dollars. When it comes to that, I definitely would write out sixteen dollars. Um, just because you just did that will be dollar sign sixteen. And to me I just obviously I know that that's dollars, but you should still write it out and get rid of the dollar sign. Really? That's expensive. That's outrageous. She barks at me. Oh, I'm getting a PTSD from working at McDonald's. <laughs> they are farm fresh. They were all picked yesterday or this morning. It may cost more than a supermarket, but they are organic. I reply. Dad always told me to work a deal with the well-dressed customers. He said they have connections that will help us in the future. I mean, you should probably make connections with every customer. This is not me nitpicking the author at that point. That's just me nitpicking her dad. <laughs> I will not pay a dime over 12. I can do $12 just for you. I'll even throw in an extra ear of corn for you. I try my hardest to fake being nice and calm. Don't think I didn't notice your daydreaming earlier. I'll take an extra cantaloupe for my troubles also, or I'll never come back again. She shouts. I hope you never come back. I think to myself. Oh. I give her the extra cantaloupe and load them in her car for her. I hear her say to her daughter, You must always treat those with less like they are less than you. Don't let them get in their way and don't do any unnecessary work. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what you tell people, for sure. What a bitch. With that, I slam the trunk as hard as I can and walk back to my truck. I hop on my truck and try not to throw tomatoes at her car as she starts driving away. So, I think you all know what I'm about to say. Rep. Petition. So I would say, you know, I walk back to my truck, I hop on, I'm assuming she has like a tailgate open, um, probably propped down if she's selling them out of her truck. So maybe I hopped on my tailgate and, you know, tried my best to throw tomatoes at her car um, just so you don't repeat the word truck so that it's not like truck, truck, truck. You know, does that make sense? I look around the market and it's pretty dead. It is pretty dead right now. There are only two other trucks selling things. See, there's a truck word again. Selling things and a couple people browsing. What a bitch. I hear coming I hear coming from the front of my truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the word truck again. 
Oh, great. Another stranger. I don't really know why she's, like, complaining about another stranger, considering your whole business is you selling things to strangers. So, I would... I'm not complaining about her being annoyed by somebody else coming through. I'm questioning the word stranger. I would definitely use, like, oh, great, another customer, or something like that, which would definitely make a lot more sense, because I have been, like, great, another customer, in my experience of working in retail. So... Uh, that's just really word usage. I would just change the word to customer or something of the like instead of stranger because your whole job as a retailer or as somebody who sells food at a market is talking and selling things to strangers. Excuse me? I question. That is when I see her... him? It sounded like a girl, but the figure walking towards me is dressed in men's clothing. That lady. She had no right to treat you like that. They reply with a thick accent. At this point, I can tell she's definitely a girl. She has a soothing and strongly accented voice that lingered in my ears. Um, only thing I- I want to know what kind- I don't know if you're like purposefully leaving the accent to the imagination so that whoever's reading can imagine their own favorite accent. Um, and if you are, then that's perfectly fine. But if you're not, and you have a specific accent going on in your head, I definitely would mention it because it's very easy to pick up, for the most part, what someone's accent is. It could be, you know, German, Swedish, British, Southern, um, East Coast, stuff like that, you know what I mean? So if you have a specific accent in mind, I would definitely note it if, if you are leaving it to the writer's imagination, imagination so that they can picture their own favorite accent, then just ignore that whole spiel I just went on. She has a soothing and strongly accented voice that lingered in my ears. It's okay, I'm used to it. I gaze a little longer at her perfectly symmetrical face. I would die for a face like that. Not really. But she was very fortunate. Do you mean like not really as in like you think about it for a second and be like maybe that's a little dramatic of me to re react that way. So no, I really would not die for it. But she is lucky. Or I think that's what you mean. What I would do is go, well comma not really but she is very fortunate because that kind of gives more that you're actually thinking about it and being like you know my reaction was a little dramatic right there <laughs> um so yeah that's definitely how i would change that a little bit it's just that you know adding one word and then a comma um to just really sell the you're really thinking about that reaction just now and kind of be like okay you know what relax buddy <laughs> like you would not die for it but she is lucky anyways i digress why are you dressed like a boy? I blurt out. God, what was I thinking? I'm so rude. I have no right to ask that. I I'm sorry, I shouldn't have asked that. I was just curious. I don't mean to offend you. I say quickly, hoping I didn't offend her. Again with the repetition. Um. Yeah. So, saying, you know, I didn't mean to offend you, hoping I didn't offend her. Um. It's just a little repetitive. Do you have a problem with women wearing men's clothing? I would say slacks and a button-down are not boys' clothing. However, maybe they are for a rich kid. Anyways, you must know, I am undercover. It's kind of a... Yeah, okay. Because if you were, if you were, you would totally... One second. <laughs> Let me just focus. Yeah, okay. Because if you were, you would tell a complete stranger. I say with a smile. For some reason, I feel relaxed and at ease speaking with her. Um, 
You have a point there. I guess they are more comfortable, Dr. Dot. And they have pockets. She replies and returns my smile genuinely. Because we all know we love our pockets. Also, off topic, but pockets need to be a little deeper for women. I'm sorry, but if I can't stick my hand in my pocket, I don't want it. Anyways. She keeps looking at me from the brim of her hat. Her gaze caught my eyes and I suddenly got a shiver. It's like she was looking at me with hunger. I look away. I'm starting to feel a little uneasy. So I'm assuming this is an LGBTQ commu um, book community. Uh, uh, and if so, I'm thinking that's what the other genre is for. Sorry, I almost ran over my toe. Um, so I'm kind of wondering if this character doesn't know that they're gay. And if that is the case, then I am here for it. I look back up and she's still looking at me. Can you stop looking at me like that? I shyly say. She takes her head off and shakes her hair gently back and forth. I am mesmerized it falls down past her shoulders. Sorry, I was daydreaming. Don't flatter yourself, hun. I wasn't looking at you. She explains. Also again with the uh, comma. Don't flatter yourself, comma, hun. That's what it should be. She looks so familiar, dot to dot. You're also using a lot of ellipses, which again, Everyone knows I have a pet peeve about those. It is personal preference, but I always think that ellipses should be used for dramatic effect or to put emphasis on something. Um, and in this moment, I really don't think that they're really necessary. She looks so familiar, dot, 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 especially with her hair down now. Um, I'd also would just get rid of the word now and just put especially with her hair down because we know that it's down now because you just mentioned it in the previous paragraph. Um, I also think it's kind of adorable that she says heck and gosh instead of like god or hell. <laughs> That's kind of cute. Um, she looks so familiar, especially with her hair down now. Gosh, where do I know her from? Is there anything else I can get for you? I say, trying to stop the awkward silence. Yeah, I'll take a watermelon, she says flirtatiously. How do you say flirtate? Hold on. Yeah, I'll take a watermelon. Is that is that flirtatiously? Did I do that right? That was seductress. Anyways, moving on. Good choice. You can have this one. I just picked it this morning. It should be pretty good. She hurts her. She puts her hair back up in her hat. I wonder how it will all fit without showing. That should be a question mark because it's a question. She's wondering this to herself. Should be. I wonder how it will all fit without showing question mark. What do I owe you? That'll be five dollars. Okay, so right here you actually wrote out five dollars correctly, whereas before you did not. So that's inconsistency. And I'm really glad you guys can't see me while I'm doing podcasts because I kind of roll around a lot in my chair, which is why I always almost like run over my toes. And also when I get really excited, I point a lot. And so I like literally was just like pointing at my screen, like really aggressively. Um, anyways, moving on. <laughs> she pulls out a wallet and digs around in it. She eventually hands me a folded $20 bill. You kind of just went in the middle with that. So, with the inconsistency thing, before you were doing dollar sign, numerical, this time you did all written out, this time you did numerical, and then written out dollar bill. Very inconsistent with that. Keep the change, she says with a wink and walks away. Oh yeah! I get $15 and change? That's what's up. Anyways. Keep the change, she says at the wink and walks away. I can't help but watch her go. She walks so gracefully like she's floating on a cloud. Thank you, I yell after her. I see her turn, smile, and give me a slight head nod. 
She's a bad bitch, I can tell. I unfold the money to put it away and find a hundred dollar bill folded by- What?! <gasps> oh, you sly minx! I want someone to give me a secret hundred dollar bill. Moving on. This must be a mistake. I try to scan the grounds to find her, but there is no one around. She's gone. I'll hold on to it in case she comes back. I spend the rest of the day waiting for her. Keeping her image in my mind was my top priority so I wouldn't mistake her for anyone else. Like I could. Dot dot dot. I couldn't help but think of her. Her eyes that captured my gaze more than I'd like to admit. Her long brown wait a minute. searching for something. Please hold. Okay, for some reason I thought that she was a blonde and that you mentioned that she was a blonde, but I don't think I found it, so we're fine. <clears throat> Her long brown hair flowed in the air when she flipped it. Her symmetrical face with that cute nose and soft jawline, and her woman be womanly figure, even though it was hidden in men's clothing. And she winked at me. Why would she wink? What a very strange encounter. People are weird, that's for sure. I guess people will always be weird, though. The rest of the day went by with nothing out of the ordinary. A few customers an hour to keep me from the boredom that could have been. It is now almost dark. The lady never returned. I wonder if she meant to give me the $100 bill. She probably didn't. All the vendors are now packing up to head home. I start to pack up and soon I am the only one left. I see headlights in the distance heading this way. I quickly finish strapping everything down and close the tailgate. I hope it's her, I think to myself. When the vehicle- I'm sorry if I said that weird. I was trying to repress a yawn. When the vehicle gets closer, I can tell it's Jack's truck. The god-awful clanking of his loose tailgate gives it away. Repetition. Jack is my neighbor, and as close to a best friend that I, could, that I ever had. He is a year younger than me. We always get teased for being a couple because we're so close. I have never thought of him more than my best friend, nor will I ever. Hey, hey! Kama needs to be at the first hey. I hear him yell a couple hundred feet away as he is... A couple hundred feet away as he is hanging out the truck window. Guess what song is on? I listen closely. You've got to be kidding me. Baby, get ready. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Jack sings terribly while shouting. I don't know what I was just doing there, guys. I'm sorry. Also, after baby, should be a comma. You and me go fishing in the dark, lying on our back and counting the stars we both sang together. I haven't heard the song in a while, but it's a fun, peppy song from the nitty-gritty dirt band that I'll never forget. Alright, turn it down. What's up, Jack? Oh, nothing. I just knew you'd be here. You're always the last to leave. It's already dark out. Someone's gotta protect you from the crazies and rabbit wolves, you know. He replies, puffing up his chest to look bigger. He's actually pretty scrawny for a farm boy. He's definitely stronger than he looks, though. Next time I'm cornered by puppies and babies, I'll shoot you a text for help, I tease. You should still be careful being out alone. What if your truck breaks down? He questions, feeling concerned. That I have my pack, phone, and 12 gauge ready to go. I respond. Your phone is never charged. Sure it is. Look, here. I flip up my phone and see a missed call from home. I listen to the voicemail left five minutes ago. 
Dinner's done. Mom wants me home soon. See? That's my point. You always miss calls and texts. No good having a phone if you have it on silent and never check it. I'll drive behind you home. Also, it should be C, comma, that's my point. Thanks, and I do check it, like, twice a day, unless we are texting. Then it's even more. I hop in my truck and start driving with Jack, with Jack behind me. Before I know it, he's turning off the road and I'm home. When I walk inside, I apologize for being late. I slide my boots off and throw my jacket on the hook. Do you need help, Ma? I holler on my way to the kitchen. No, we're at the table, dear. I hear- I feel like they're southern. Um, I hear from the dining room. I see Mom, Dad sitting, Mom and Dad sitting at the table waiting for me. We often have dinner together. It's just us three. Sometimes I think Dad wishes they had another child, especially a son. But I know he is proud of me. I do what I'm asked, and I help out as much as I can. So, how is the market? Dad asks. Pretty good. There was a terrible customer and then a really nice one who forgot their change. You better hold on to that and give it back, he responds. I really do feel like they're southern. I'm so sorry if they're not. It's just that's how I... I don't know why, but, like, when I'm imagining her entering her home, I'm seeing, like, this, like... Um, my, my grandmother was southern, and whenever I'd walk into her home, it'd always be, like, this, like, yellow-lit home. It smelled of cinnamon all the time. It was, like, an open... What is it called? Um, open concept type of room. But I'm just imagining this kind of like farmhouse type thing. I don't know how to like... It just reminds me a lot of my grandmother. Which is not a bad thing. Um, she was very much southern and had a southern accent. She'd always wear like aprons. And that's kind of how I'm imagining her ma. is just, you know, has like pot holders on her hands still. And she's pulling me... Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to where I was going. Um... I know, I waited longer tonight to see if she would come back, just in case. That's why I was a little later than usual. Well, that and Jack stopped by. So, has anything happened between you two yet? You seem awfully close. Dad asked bluntly. Um, no. He's just my friend and always will be. Just thought I asked. You know, life can change in an instant. It certainly did when I met your mother. Oh. Yeah, I don't think so, Dad. I'm only 22, I reply. Well, I met your dear mom when I was 17. Nothing gonna keep us apart. Anything can happen. Just keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, though, like, why does it feel like back then our parents were like, Oh, we met when we were, like, 16 and we're still in love. And I'm, like, 24 and I've had, like, three failed relationships already. Like, riddle me this, parents. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I don't know why I'm embarrassed. I haven't met a guy I've been attracted to yet. Something- Oh my god, she doesn't know she's gay. Calling it. I've been attracted to yet. Something must be wrong with me. It's not my fault that I'm not ready. I don't know. Maybe I am ready. I am 22. How long do people wait to know? I know that there are tons of girls pregnant at 16. Heck, they even made a TV show about it. Maybe it's time that I keep it open mind and be interested in boys. Dad is usually right. I'm not trying to force you out, honey. I- uh, it, Oh, okay. <laughs> for some reason, because I'm, like, so, like, stuck on the fact that, like, I, I think she's, like, in the closet still and doesn't even know it for herself. When he's like, I'm not trying to force you out. At first, I was like, out of the closet. <laughs> but I get what he's meaning. He means he's not trying to force her out of the, the house. <laughs> also, there should be a comma after the word out. I just want to make sure you're okay. You haven't dated anyone, and you're, only, you're older than most that start. You're well into being an adult already. I know, Dad. 
I'm happy where I am. I'm happy working on the farm with you, and I'm sure you're grateful for it also. I reply. I am, honey, but I want to make sure you're happy and we aren't holding you back. He says, looking concerned. You definitely aren't. When I'm ready, I will leave. I don't even know what I want to do. I might go to college. I might be able to do anything else. Plus, I have enough money saved up from the la these last few years that I'll be okay no matter what I do. I know. I just need reassurance sometimes. I know you're good with money, but you also need to let loose a little. You're a good girl. Way better than I could have ever asked for. Why can't he be my dad? Thanks, Dad. Common needs to be after thanks. And thank you, Mom. The spaghetti is amazing. Like it always is. No one can make it like you. I say appreciatively. You're welcome, dear. Don't eat too fast. We don't want you having a bellyache. These are such great parents. <laughs> I could be saying that a little too soon. Who knows? I nod and start eating faster. Yeah, because I'm going to do that or let you know if it happens. This is what I deal with. Overprotective parents who want what's best. I finish my food quicker than I should have so I can get away from the table. I take my plate to the sink and rinse it off, and then I slowly watch the living room on the TV. I'm not a big TV. I'm not a big fan of TV. However, sometimes it's nice to relax and waste time. The only thing on the night on on right now is the evening news. We only have the local 10 stations, so we don't have any options. After the news, Dad will pick one of the two sports channels to watch, sip a beer, and eventually fall asleep too. Occasionally, I have a beer with him, but it's not really my thing. No matter what team is playing or what sport is on, he's always quick to pick a favorite team and start yelling at the TV. <laughs> Apparently, he was really good at sports in high school, but he had to quit early and take care of the farm. He left school at 16 and eventually met Mom at the market. She would always go there with her mom when she was younger. He fell in love and he had met and he had had me at 19. Dad's only 41 now, but he has had his old man routine down pat for the last 10 years. Does he need a second wife? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Early in the morning, he goes to take care of the animals and then works in the fields. He fixes up all the broken things and keeps everything healthy. He has always been a provider. He works so hard all day long. Then at sunset, we eat, watch TV, have a beer, and head to bed. I know he doesn't expect me to take over the farm when he gets too old, but I have to. There's no other choice. I would be stuck here like he was. I think he wants me to find a guy so bad so he can teach him how to run the farm. Dad didn't let me work on my own at the farm until I was 18. The first thing he did was send me to the market alone, and that has been my job ever since. Now that I think about it, it's probably for me. It's probably for me to meet a guy. Time for bed, Mom whispers. She turns off the TV at the sound of Dad snoring. She covers him with a blanket and kisses his forehead. I climb upstairs, wiggle out of my clothes, and crawl under my covers. I would deal with the mess in the morning. It's already late, and I'm so exhausted. Somehow, I can't stop thinking about that woman from the market. She held herself with such poise. She seemed confident and comfortable with herself. I replay the encounter in my mind and smile when I remember she winked at me. I hope I see her again. I'll even have an excuse to speak with her when I see her. What is this? Why am I thinking of her so much? Okay, time to go to bed. Think of anything else, brain. The last thing that runs through my mind is if I would be content living like my mom and dad or if I needed the adventure I desire. So that is the end of that chapter. Overall, I would probably give this a 3.5. Um, it does have some grammatical issues. Mostly it's just um, misplacement or lack of commas in certain areas. Uh, I do think you should go back and <laughs> decide on which way you want to 
write the the money because you have like three different ways that you're doing it so that's a little inconsistent there's a little bit of repetition like with truck 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 and um there there was another example but that's the one that really stood out the most to me um i feel like i do lack some descriptors i feel like it's very like i did this and then i did this and then i did this and then i did this so it's more telling than showing um but other than that i mean obviously you could tell i was very excited throughout the story because i i you know really want to know if she um does figure out that she's gay because from the way that it's coming through the story she doesn't know but she's soon going to um i really love the little story too behind the parents although i did kind of get a little bored when i read like her father's routine just because again it was like i did this and then he did this and then he does this and then he does this and then this so it was a little kind of like okay all right all right it's kind of like reading a list off to people but aside from that like i think you have something really great here and yeah I think that people really sh would like really enjoy this, especially people who struggle with the whole understanding themselves. But uh, with that said, I literally have 30 seconds before my timer runs out. So, funny story, you know how I said I had 30 seconds until my timer ran out? Well, I actually probably had like like five. I had five seconds, guys. I guess when I like switched browsers, it kind of froze <laughs> a little bit. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, um, I really enjoyed the story, and I hope you guys enjoyed this um, episode. And if you did, don't forget to like and follow me. Uh, my Instagram is the Inkit Podcaster, and you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music and radio public so yeah i hope you guys enjoy and i will see you next time bye